the angel appeared to Mary, and the angel, you could imagine, bringing um, God's message to Mary wouldn't have wasted words. And, you know, in Australia, we, we see to someone, we say, hey, hey, gone, g'day, hey, gone, you know, like, and now they say, good, hey, gone. Like, they don't even say good sometimes. It's like a wasted, almost greeting. But what the angel said was very important. When he first arrived to Mary and he said hello, he said, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Or in Luke is another translation. But honing in on that is very important for today's feast. Full of grace, the Lord is with you. Something we, we pray maybe every day in our rosaries, in our Hail Marys. And it means so much, this first greeting. What it means is that she is full of grace. The Mary has been given an abundance of grace, none, none like seen before in a human. It's, it's the most amazing thing that we celebrate, and that is that she was preserved from original sin. She is immaculately conceived. See, in our faith as Catholics, um, Pope Pius IX in, in 1854, I've got it written down, I'm not doing this by memory, <laughs> um, he spoke in a definitive way defining what we should believe, what we should assent to as Catholics. And his words, definitive judgment, weren't just his own making. He was just acknowledging what had been already existing in our tradition, what was the faith already in our tradition. And he definitively said, the most blessed Virgin Mary was from the moment of her conception by a singular grace and privilege of Almighty God and by virtue of the merits of Jesus Christ, Saviour of the human race, Preserved, immune from all stain of original sin. So the word immaculate, it means perfectly clean, right? No stain. She's immaculate. And that is from grace. <laughs> that is from God. That is something that um, was given to her also because of her um, calling to be the God-bearer, but she um, was given an abundance of grace that would mean that she would not have the same effect of original sin that's passed on since Adam, since the start. And because of that, we celebrate. <laughs> we celebrate because, see, what we believe about Mary is based on what we believe about Christ. It says in the Catechism, what it teaches about Mary illumines in turn its faith in Christ. So what the church teaches about Mary, teach, it really illuminates, it, it highlights what we should know about Christ. And that is, there is this abundance of grace and mercy and triumph of victory coming into the world. God chose to happen through Mary and Jesus Christ, the saviour of the universe, is coming to redeem everyone. It's this great triumphant victory that happens at Christmas, that God is incarnate, that he walks, Jesus walked on the earth, that he conquered the power of darkness and sin on the cross, and that through Mary, through what God did, we all have access to become sons and daughters of God. In, in the second reading, um, St. Paul talks about how we have given us a free gift in the Beloved that we, may, that we were claimed as God's own, chosen from the beginning. 
See, God intends to wipe away all of our stain too. God intends to, like he did with Mary in a different way, but like he did with through, the, through his, her son to all human beings, he wants to wipe away the darkness, to cleanse us, to bring us into the light, to bring us into the fullness of what he has planned for us, to adopt us as his children. See, our baptism, we, when we're forming parents for baptism um, for their infant children, it's very hard to communicate what we mean by your child's about to be adopted um, as a child of God. You know, they have, this, they have this little child who's just this most beautiful thing, and so how could they be in sin? You know, how could they, why do they need to be adopted? We're all creatures, <laughs> but the image of adoption is really that in the old terms, in the old, in the history, like in the Roman terms, like got the person of a household, when they adopt someone into their household from outside, they take them in, and then whatever that household has is theirs. They have access to the fullness of what that father or mother has. It becomes their inheritance. See, what, what that image is telling us is that through this amazing grace poured out, we're to receive the abundance of heaven. We're to receive, to become blessed. We're to become made clean. We're to receive everything from the Father's house. That's our destiny. We're to be in that inheritance that makes sense. That's why we're called adopted children. So this is wonderful. This is so much to celebrate, and there's so much to talk about uh, in these readings. I won't. I won't go on. <laughs> but let's focus on the fact that what we believe about Mary really celebrates the work of God. As Catholics, we celebrate that she was immaculately conceived, and she was full of grace. The Lord was with her, and that through this amazing act of grace, this amazing work of God, um, we're all blessed. We're all blessed through her, through God's work, through her. So we pray um, that the Mother Queen of Heaven would pray for us today, that we would enter deeper in a deeper way to the grace of God, that our sins would be wiped away more and more as we become more and more like her Son. In Jesus' name. Amen.